Hi, everyone, and thanks for tuning into our podcast. I'm Sean Maloney, editor of Nutraceuticals World. Royal DSM, a global science-based company in nutrition, health, and sustainable living, recently launched a new brand campaign for the human nutrition and health markets. Here to talk about it are Philip Ackerman, president of DSM Human Nutrition and Health, and James Bolley, head of personalized nutrition at DSM. Thank you both for taking time to speak with me. Pleasure. Pleasure. So to begin, Philip, could you discuss how DSM's strategic direction in human nutrition and health has evolved to meet the needs of your customers and ultimately consumers? Thanks for the question. Um, I think we've built a strong reputation and legacy in the, um, in the ingredients, let's say the product space, but following some new product development and a range of high-profile acquisitions, such as BioCare and Market Ready Solutions, but also Glycom in Early Life Nutrition with the HMOs and ABA in personalized nutrition, but also a few others in that space, it became clear to us that there was a need for strategic evolution. And so our new purpose-led brand strategy reflects the evolution, I think, of ESN's business model and clearly aims to more clearly communicate how we can support our customers in developing nutritional solutions that meet the unmet needs of their consumers. And so this approach sees us categorize our growing capabilities into one, high-quality products, two, customized solutions, and then three, expert services, which allows us to fully support our customers from concept to consumer, so basically being an end-to-end partner for our customers. And so basically enabling our customers with more flexible and agile support at every stage of the product development process, from developing and co-developing the product, making delivering the product in a more customized form, can be a premix, can be a market-ready solution, or can even be a personalized solution, and then all the services that come with that from the development at the start all the way down to all the regulatory uh, paperwork that comes with, uh, comes with the solution. Great. So you mentioned high quality. What does that mean in today's nutritional products environment? I think high quality refers to, in the first place, science-backed. That is really where, uh, where our history is and where our legacy is, is, is probably the strongest. But also efficacy, so highly efficacious and safe ingredients that can help brand owners formulate nutritional products in line with customer health needs and, and preferences. I think in addition, we also place a lot of emphasis on the traceability and the sustainability of our products, as you know. Yeah. And what's the value of, of offering truly customized solutions in an era where one size doesn't fit all? Yeah, I think it's, it's not new um, to, to probably also you guys that, um, yeah, there is an increasing trend for personalization, personalization in the market. Um, people want to people wanna understand what fits best uh, for them. And so I think this creates, this creates a fantastic, uh, fantastic opportunity to redefine a bit the field uh, that we're playing in. And then I'm thinking especially about the dietary supplements, where basically by giving people insight um, in the deficiency that they have 
and then basically giving them the, uh, the exactly right product for them, I think we can, uh, we can, we can create quite a step up in the value that people uh, would see uh, for, these, for these products. Uh, the third pillar you mentioned was, was expert services. Can you give an example of the, the services that DSM offers that may set you apart from, from competition? Yeah, I think which it, start, it all starts with understanding what the consumer needs. Um, but then, of course, that goes into the whole co-development trajectory um, with all the scientific support, the application and technical support, but also the necessary innovation and R&D support, sometimes even doing uh, clinical trials together with, uh, together with our customers. And as I already mentioned, when we then eventually delivered the solution or the product, we do so with all the regulatory and quality uh, services that come, that come with it. So I think it's quite, a, it's quite a broad range of services that sets us um, quite a bit apart from, from competition in this space. Your brand strategy focuses on products with purpose. Can you explain what that means and, and why it's important? Yeah, the Products with Purpose campaign brings DSM's uh, expertise to life through a range of concepts that express how we see the individual impact of every human nutrition and health product we help co-develop. Whether it's in food and beverage, in nutritional improvements in dietary supplements in pharmaceuticals, or medical nutrition or early life nutrition, our purpose of keeping the world's growing population healthy is driving, is driving, everything, is driving everything we do. And so I, I think the whole campaign tries to bring much more to the forefront, not just the products that we deliver, but also the great knowledge we have about each of our end use segments. And so the capability that we have to bring tailored solutions for what consumers need in each of those in each of those in each of those segments, and so yeah, we are we are pretty fanatic, I think, in um, in the ambition that we have to keep the world's growing population healthy. Um, we want to really help and contribute to meeting UN Sustainable Development Goals, but also uh, yeah, pay a real real contribution. We do that together with the World Food Program in, uh, in putting an end to, uh, to famine in the world, but also not just to famine, also to malnutrition uh, in the developed world. Sure. Um, DSM has made several investments in personalized nutrition in recent years. James, could you discuss how that concept has evolved over time and what your, your market strategy is and what we might expect from you in the future? Sure, sure, absolutely. So, uh, you know, I think one of the, the striking things about uh, really bespoke personalized nutrition solutions is that to do that right, you need multiple capabilities across that whole value chain, right? So that covers nutrition science, but also uh, the diagnostics, the kind of digital technology that you need, um, how to deliver the personalized product formats is it's uh, quite, a, quite a complex value chain with many different capabilities. And in fact, it's a great example of where we're pulling together these customized solutions and, and expert services to offer that kind of end-to-end -end, um, 
solution for our customers. And our strategy has been basically to assemble those different capabilities, and we've done that in different ways. So on the one hand, we've, we have our own sort of legacy of nutrition and health science and uh, ingredient technologies. So on the, on the, we've been able to develop the product part of that offering. Uh, and then for the other capabilities, we've taken a, an approach of partnerships, investments, and, and, and also acquisition. So for example, on the diagnostic side, we have a number of partnerships around uh, next generation sensors and diagnostics. Uh, and for the digital backbone that you need, the kind of the data processing uh, and recommendations, that's where we made the the acquisition of uh, AVA or AVA um, that, that Philip referred to earlier. That was a, an acquisition we made a year ago now, and, and that's, that backbone is now fully integrated into our into our um, personalized nutrition solution. Uh, and so we've pulled all, all of those together, and what we're able to do now is offer our customers, brand owners, business partners, um, you know, a bespoke turnkey personalized nutrition concept that they can take uh, to, to their end users. And as far as what's coming next, I think the, the kind of the next stage in our journey is that we're, we're actually currently building on that acquisition and, and those other capabilities by pulling everything together uh, under one roof, so to speak, with a a dedicated team, um, an entity that will be based in Boston, Massachusetts, and will be really dedicated to developing personalized nutrition um, solutions and concepts that, that will then be validated directly in the market with consumers. Right? And our customers will then be able to benefit from these validated solutions and, and then ultimately take those to the market more quickly. And we'll soon be able to yeah, I think after the Christmas break, uh, around January, we'll be able to share some, some more exciting news on, on that new venture and, and in particular, you know, some of the target concepts like immunity, like pre-diabetes that we'll be, uh, you know, that we'll be developing uh, through that new approach. Yeah, interesting. I remember going to conferences years ago that talked about personalized nutrition sort of in theory. It seems like technology yeah. has evolved to a point where it's really actionable from a market point of view. What sort of opportunities do you see to leverage technology and maybe artificial intelligence to offer nutrition solutions? Absolutely. And, and you know, as we were saying, um, talking just before the podcast, uh, you know, 10 years ago, this personalized nutrition was already a, um, a conversation, right, uh, in the industry and, and in academia. And, and I, I think at that time, it was still a little bit premature from a technology uh, maturity point of view. So, I think people were interested in it, but the, the, the technology wasn't quite ready, or at least it wasn't sufficiently accessible. That's changed, um, and, and obviously now uh, consumers in particular are, are much more comfortable with, with digital technologies, uh, and, and those digital technologies are, are increasingly accessible. Uh, and, and both artificial intelligence uh, and machine learning and also natural language recognition They've all reached a point of maturity where we've been able to harness those now, and indeed we use those um, in our AVA platform uh, to, to offer very um, accessible and easy-to-use uh, digital solutions for, for end users, right? So uh, as an example, it's, through our platform, it's possible to have a, you know, a, really a, a live one-to-one -one interaction with, a, with a, a nutritional coach, so a, a real human nutritional coach, 
but that coach is uh, considerably assisted by um, algorithms and, and, uh, and digital technology in making uh, really optimized recommendations based on very large data sets. Um, so yeah, we're, we're really excited about that, those, the, the opportunities that that offers, uh, and, and those are uh, those technologies are a key part of our offering. Yeah, um, public health is very much front and center today with the pandemic. Um, do you think that will be sustained in you know say five ten years from now? Do you think do you think consumer focus on their health today can be a springboard for market innovation? What do you think about that? Yeah, I think COVID has really awoken the world to uh, the importance of preventative health and immunity. Uh, every other year, we do a big uh, we do a big survey um, with some 12,000 consumers, and, and what we saw there recently is that 65% of global respondents are concerned about their immunity, and that one third of supplement users now take their supplements more regularly that about one quarter of people are incorporating additional products into their into their daily routine and so therefore i think that as long as COVID will be on on top of people's minds i think uh, i think the trend will will continue uh, but yeah it may it may really have been also a game changer so once that um, that we get the pandemic really under control and that we're, we get well used and, and can, can broadly distribute the vaccines, etc. I think that notion that um, taking care preventatively of your health and your immunity is important. I hope that that notion, of course, will, will last. Yeah. Are you at all concerned uh, about economic uncertainty, maybe holding the market back from its true potential, or are you hopeful for what's in the store? I'm, I'm definitely, I'm definitely, uh, definitely hopeful, um, especially on the dietary supplements and the kind of health plus food and food and beverage, uh, where I do, where I do see it have an impact. Is, uh, is in birth rates, for instance, and that then has an impact on our early life nutrition. Uh, that is, that is, we see that we see that already clearly today. And as long as GDP is somewhat depressed, that is typically a sector where we see that where we see that GDP sensitivity quite quite strongly. I would say a bit a bit less on a bit less on the food and beverage and, and the dietary supplements uh, side. Um, but uh, in the early life nutrition, that GDP sensitivity is a bit more is a bit more there. Great, yeah. Well, Philip and James, thanks for sharing your perspectives. I appreciate your insight. Thank you very so much. much. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate appreciate the conversation. Thanks. For Nutraceuticals World, I'm Sean Maloney. Thanks for listening.